This is live from the convent and today we're going to have Nulani Quinvartic tell us one of her tales called Flaps on the Nile. Thank you. Oh, was raging that day. Oh, there was a wind that would cut you. And I had to get away from those boys. Those hungry, hungry boys. You wouldn't believe the size of the appetite on them. Oh, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating at all. Now, I had to get from one end of the Nile to the other. But the problem was, I had no boat. And what do you do if what you need is lacking? You improvise. And boy, did I improvise that day. I was blessed with an anatomical surprise, you could say. A very long and wide flaps that when you spread them out, they make a boat, and that's what I did that day. I made a boat out of them. And off I went. <laughs> Down the Nile. Full blast. It was fast, mind. Fast. When people ask me about what I used as sails. Oh, I tell them very simply, I used the, f the flab on my arms as the sails. Very easy to direct with flaccid flab hanging out here. And the way I was using my flaps, that's the way all the women would have been using their flaps in the water. It was a makeshift boat. A lot of women couldn't be bothered building boats. 
they wanted to be mobile. They didn't want to have to be carrying around slats of wood and all the baggage of the knowledge of the craftsmanship. Too heavy for the brain. So it was multifunctional, the flaps. You wouldn't believe as you were floating downstream and the skullfish, oh, you'd be nipping away at the toes and any corns or calluses that would be on the underfoot. Now, I used to barter with what was going on at the end of my feet. That's actually where the phrase cornflakes comes from. I used to sell, oh, boxes and boxes of it. People would be having it for breakfast. And they wouldn't know, but they'd half know what they'd be munching down on. I sure didn't do them any harm. And it was full of saturated fats and protein. There's big groups of boys that attached themselves to cruise ships and they sell them their souvenirs so that they can travel along beside them. And that's what they did to me. They thought I was a cruise ship. And they had their boats moving along beside me, selling their wares. Their wares would have been anything from chickens and lovely wooden ornaments. And I paid in my own type of currency, which I won't divulge here. But it was a currency, funnily enough, that they accepted. And then they moved on to the cruise ships, the proper cruise ships, after mistaking me as one. Denial is a place it'll take you long and slow and it's a place for thinking. You can start out the journey one person and by the time you get a few miles down a You've already changed 25 ways from Sunday. 25 ways from Sunday. You wouldn't recognize yourself. That's no word of a lie, boy. No word of a lie. And when it gets dark, oh, you hear the sounds 
the sounds of the skullfish snapping, snapping at your ankles. The sound of very rare birds. Oh, they're the annoying ones. They just hang around. And all the animals along the banks at either side. Up to no good. Eating the worms and the scorpions and the spiders. Nature doing its business, minding its business, but heard by someone like me doubling up as a boat through her flaps. You see, the ones that were chasing me had a very good reason. I'd broken the rules, you could say. I'd been after for years and years, like the way your man would be after us, Indiana Jones. I'd been after what is called the salmon pearls of Clunraga. I'd searched high and low. You named the country I'd been there. You named the type of soil I'd rummaged in it. I'd even rummaged in some of the great old men's pants all over the world to see if they'd hidden it where no one else would be looking. Well, it was nowhere. And then I came across it in the riverbed, the Nile, the salmon pearls of Clunraga, prized prize, prize, prize possession. And I picked it up and I put it around my neck just in case it slipped me grip. And funnily enough, it was being guarded by a know-it-all an awful know-it-all. This green, toxic-looking salmon. Oh, he was very sarcastic, very unpleasant, very, very sly. Oh, he hadn't heard of hospitality. Oh, he hadn't. Considering I, I wasn't from the place. And I always made it my business to have a bag of buns and a bag of nuts hanging off either side of me. So no matter who I met, no matter who you are, where you've come from, what you've robbed when no one's been looking, whoever's diary you've read, you know, whatever bar of chocolate you've swiped as a child in the shop, whatever you've done, I, I'd have the right nut or the right bun for you. And it didn't matter if the icing was coming off or 
FDI and resolved or the bone was going off, I'd still offer it to you. It's the gesture. Or I'd give you I'd give you an almond. I'd say, Oh, you know what, you're an almond person. Other people I'd say, No, you're hazelnut. I'd never get it wrong. I always I always knew how to hit their spot. I knew who they were. Some people are good at star signs. I'm good at buns and nuts. Oh, big time. Big time. Oh, if there was money to be made from that, from that talent, oh, I'd have the big bucks. Big bucks. That's right. That's right. So... I put the salmon pearls, a clone rag, around my neck. I was getting out of there. I was sweating. And the sly old salmon was giving me the eye. He was disgusted. Disgusted that someone like me had found her. Oh, he would have... He was thinking. He was thinking it should have been some fella like Indiana Jones with the whip and the hat. And the open shirts with the collar and the beads of sweat and the lovely skin and oh, lovely face, lovely cheekbones. Oh, he's an awful ride. Harrison Ford, isn't he? But we all know him as Indiana Jones. All the girls, yeah. He was expecting someone like that. To walk up to him and say, where are the pearls, love? But it was me. Well, Indiana Jones, eat your heart out. You go. So, on the boat, me flaps doing the work, thing around me neck. The salmon paddling along beside me, bitter. He was pure bitter, so he was. Couldn't get over it. Shaking his head every so often, he'd, he'd be making a comment and the whole thing. And he must have, I don't know how he did it, but he'd been making this funny sound. Funny sound. Something like, <laughs> something like that. And I was thinking, that sounds like a dolphin. Isn't that how they communicate? Only I'd never heard a salmon do this, but salmon's are sly, very sly. Even if it wasn't their own language, they'd be adopting it and trying to make it their own, imitating it, adding it. And it dawned on me, is it some kind of signal? Is the salmon, is it trying to call its spies, its gangs, to back up? And before I knew it, there was boats behind me, pirates. They were, uh, these were, these were the boys who owned, you know, the place. This, I was on their territory, God love them. But I wasn't giving up the salmon, the salmon pearls. Forget about it. Oh, I was taking them back, taking them back by. Watch me go, watch me now. This went on 
six hours, I was flapping away, flapping, flapping, bowing, bowing, oaring, oaring, letting the wind take me arms, letting the wind take me wings. Oh, the suspense. I was full sore. They were going to catch up with me. I was saying my prayers and... I was single around this time and I'd never, I've never explained to people so far on the, the live from the Convent podcast where I met my husband, Donald, Donald, oh, beautiful, beautiful, what a lunchbox, what a man. And I met him on the Nile, and I've never fully, oh, I haven't fully ever, you know, said this, uh, you know, while, yeah. But he's half, he's half fish. Half man. That's why he always glistened so much when I gave him a bat. He was at home. Whenever I gave him a bat, he knew he was at home. God love him. He'd splash around. His tail would be wagging. Oh, he knows water. It's in his muscles. It's in his bones. But he wasn't exactly fish. See, that's the fishy thing about it there. Very fishy. Like a merman. Half merman, half marmoset. The other half, who knows? But it was definitely love at first sight. Because I was flapping along like no one's business, thinking, oh, God, the pirates are going to have me. going to have me for dinner. And oh, he came out of that water. Oh, he was so majestic. Oh, he was glistening. Oh. And he just shook his head. Foir. Oh, I had to hold on to me bits. I thought they were all going to fall out with such wonder, such astonishment. Oh, I said, what is it? Who is that? What am I looking at, love? Help me. Categorize yourself. And he just smiled. And I never knew he was to be my future husband. I'd never... Oh, God, I I couldn't have told you that then. I didn't know what I was looking at. I just knew it was something beautiful, something powerful, something I could be looking at every day without fail. Oh, I only wish... I'd had the Kodak, the camera on me. I would have taken 
20 pictures. And I would put him on a piece of thread and made a necklace out of it. Oh, he was gorgeous. I see nothing like it. And he said to me, listen, that boat's not going to get you anywhere fast. Hop on me back. And I hopped on him and I grabbed his big fin, his big old floppy fin. But, uh, look floppy, but it wasn't floppy to hold. It was uh, something very solid. Something very solid, very real. Reminded me of when you open a tin of sardines and you squish them and your hand, you squish them. It's not like that, no. It's like a cross, it felt like a cross between a celery, a fresh celery stick and a roasted tomato. Something like that, firm, reassuring, but neither here nor there. That's the way he was the whole way through his life. And I admire that. Hopped on the back of him. I was glad to be getting the rest. And off he went. Oh, hundreds of miles an hour. Oh, the water was just flying up. Hit drops in my eyes. We were leaving the pirates for dead. They couldn't catch up with us. They couldn't keep up with Danny. Oh, he was a flyer. And eventually he looked back and he was saying, oh, they're done, they're gone, they're gone, love. And we sat down on, on the, the riverbank and I had a couple of buns, nuts that I had with me. And we were talking, I asked him where he went to school, uh, about his parents and his background, the whole lot. And I thought to myself, I'd make big bucks from him if I brought him back with me. Because, very unusual. The BBC lapped him up. I thought all those things, dollar signs in my eyes. I thought, he's one of a kind, this guy. One of a kind. And, sure, didn't he come back with me? And I brought him back in a, in, in a tub of water. And I bought him a bow tie and a tuxedo. So he'd fit in. So he fit in. And when he came back to the old country with myself... He took a few etiquette classes. I taught him all I could myself, but yeah, he needed a top up, to be honest. And after the etiquette classes, he stopped looking like a fish. All the other things he looked like. And he started looking like a local and uh, slightly bent over wanting breakfast rolls first thing in the morning uh, saying things like how are you now what's the crack 
All that shite. Oh, yeah, he was walking the walk, talking to talk. No one could tell. No one could tell. It's like the story I told you before, the the giblet who was so well-educated and so clever that it could pass off as an air hostess and had the whole family and raised it in the USA. No one knew it was a giblet. The right education and the right clothing and the right etiquette a gibbler can pass off as an air hostess and Donald Fish could pass off as a local in the old country. And to this day, the salmon necklace of Clonraga is in my jewellery box. And I love it. It serves as a memory of... The first time I laid eyes on Donny and sprout up in many speeches. Uh, and it's, I, I never found out what happened with the, the pirates. And I've always wanted to go back to the Nile. I don't know if the Nile would have me again or if I'd survive uh, once more. But... It was worth it. It was worth the hassle. And there were other adventures. There were other adventures. Not quite as good as that one, but how they measure up in their own way. Thank you.